Welcome to the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. I'm your host, Kate Krocko, author, therapist, and business mindset coach. In just 20 minutes a week, I'm going to coach you to your breakthrough, whether you're folding laundry, walking the dog, or in the school pickup line. It's hard to chase your dreams, chase clients, and chase littles at the same time. Your inner critic doesn't have to hold you back anymore. Together, we'll make you the boss of your brain so you can become the confident boss of your business and your life. Ready for your weekly mindset makeover? Let's turn your limiting beliefs into limitless opportunity starting now. Welcome to episode 174 of the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. This week, we are back for our series where I'm sharing all about my new book, Drawing the Line, How to Achieve More Peace and Less Burnout in Your Life. And I keep adding my new tagline, How to Achieve More Peace and Less Burnout in the Midst of Chaos. I really wish that we had named the book that. Um, I think while I wrote the book, I didn't realize how chaotic my life could get, that it could get even more chaotic than it was. Um, So that's been my new tagline, and I sort of wish we could rename the book and make that the new title. But anyways, um, if you are new here, please make sure you go back and listen to the prior episodes. I've been going through each chapter of the book. Last week, I decided to combine two of the chapters. So it was a little bit of a longer episode at 30 minutes, um, but I just felt like I couldn't separate them. Uh, because of some stuff we're going through. So I hope that you will go and take a listen. Um, With each of these chapters, I don't have an agenda when I come. I just want to come and share a little bit about what's on my heart at the moment and how the chapter is personally speaking to me because I wrote this book several years ago now and um, things have changed and perspectives have changed. And that's the beauty of life is that we grow so rapidly and our perspectives shift so rapidly, especially when you are a person who is constantly looking for growth opportunity. Um, And I'm sure every single one of you who listens to this podcast, you are one of those people. And that's why you're listening because you want to learn. So without further ado, let's dive into this new chapter where this week we are going to be talking about betting on yourself. Okay, so the chapter is entitled Bet on Yourself. And again, I'm not going to give you all of the chapter notes because I really want to encourage you to go and pick up my book. Um, You can get it at Amazon. You can get it at bakerbooks.com. You can buy it from Target, Walmart, um, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, wherever you purchase your books. The book is pretty much only available online. I'm not sure what stores it's exactly in. It's very difficult to get your your book in stores these days unless you have pre-orders. I believe it's either 10,000 or 15,000. Um, then they will consider putting your book in the store. So yeah, it's tricky. Um, and books are not, I know I've talked about this before. Books are so hard to sell. Um, it is so much easier to sell a high ticker, ticket item or a high ticket program than sell a book. I think because they're so inexpensive, people are like, oh, I'll just get it someday or whatever. Um, there's never urgency. Um, so yeah, that's why books are very uh, difficult to sell. And when I see writers who post about hitting a bestseller list or... Um, 
getting their book in store, I am their biggest cheerleader because I know how much work it takes. Um, some of the New York Times bestsellers, we I will admit, I know that um, you can pay to be a New York Times bestseller. You can pay to really be on any of the bestseller lists. Um, and it's crazy because people will do this. You hire some type of agent and they actually go and buy books and they hire other people to buy books so that your books, um, then are a bestseller because so many people have bought them. So I think it's, I've heard it's around like 200,000 or so plus to have this happen. Um, I do not personally know anyone who has done that before, but I've heard that many of the big, um, authors do do that, which is insane, right? Fun fact, there are people who have companies and businesses that actually help people become New York Times bestsellers. And I've had people reach out to me before these companies and they're like, do you want to be on the bestseller list? You can pay us this much and we'll get you on. I don't have that kind of money, nor do I want to do something like that. It just doesn't feel aligned to me. Even if I had $200,000 cash just to play with, um, I just trust and believe that God will put these books into the hands of the right people who need to read them and need these lessons. And yeah, that's just my strategy. Um, My strategy is very different this time than it was last time with my book launch. Um, So anyways, that could be a whole other podcast. I have so many podcasts that I want to record. I can't tell you how many topics and things I want to talk about with you guys, especially now that, so my fish, my business is officially closed. I had my last coaching call with my group mastermind on Thursday and it was so bittersweet, but it feels, it just honestly feels freeing. Um, and some people were asking like, but why are you closing your business? And actually I can talk about this today. It actually weaves into our topic of betting on yourself. Um, but like, why would you close your business if you could still do a little bit, um, with your kids home? Because you have done it before with your kids home and it's possible. And you've taught other women and you've shared with other women and you've you know, done trainings and things with other women on how to make it all possible to do it all. Well, here's the thing. You can do it all if you want. And I certainly could do it all. And I've been doing it all for a long time. But there, if you have the choice to not do it all, then why do it all, right? I think that sometimes we forget that we have that choice. And many of us do. Not everybody does. Um, but in certain circumstances, Some women do have the choice to be able to stay home and to not work. Or maybe some husbands have the choice to be able to stay home and to not work. Um, And if you have that opportunity, if you have that privilege and you do want to be able to do that, then why not? Um, So honestly, and I've had this conversation with so many moms, especially after having multiple children, I think things change. Um, so for me, you know, with having one, when we had Annabelle, um, it just felt like, all right, it feels very natural to go back to work and to not stay home and to keep working. Um, because there's just one in daycare. Um, and then with the second, with Charlie, it felt very natural. Okay. I think, you know, it's definitely going to be a much higher cost having her in daycare. Um, 
but I still am bringing home some money with running my business after I pay for daycare costs and everything. So you know what? It makes sense to just continue to work. Um, I love to work. I love being able to work on my passion projects. Um, and it, it just at that time felt right. But again, as we've talked about in this book, right, we talk about never say never. One of the, one of the first chapters in the book about how there's no signed contracts and how you may change your mind and your um, mindset around certain certain ideas or um, just views on life may change with perspective and with different life experience. So then when we had three, when we had Drewy last April, he just turned one, something in my gut just said, no, no, I don't want to send him to daycare. And also the cost of having three kids in daycare um, for it would have been at least a year year and a half before Annabelle started kindergarten, it is so expensive. I am pretty much working in my business to pay for daycare, right? By the time I pay for staff and business expenses and all of that jazz, um, my first, we, I remember, I distinctly remember going back and forth with my coach, um, And it was like, okay, I can send them all to daycare. I can really like amp things up in my business so that I can find ways to make more money in my business. So it really makes sense. But it just felt like I was doing so much justifying all the time. Um, And, you know, we ended up not sending him to daycare and there's, we were delaying his, um, his shots. And that was honestly the reason why we had to delay him starting daycare. Um, in New York here, there are no exceptions at all. We went to a daycare center that was a franchise. So they were especially strict with making sure that they were completely up to date with shots. So we decided with him to delay. And, um, then honestly we got COVID and, we missed one of the, one of our next appointments because of that, one of his shots. Um, so then it delayed us again. And then we just kept delaying and life got busy and we never got any more. Um, and now he's one years old. And honestly, it was like a lot of like, Holy, I think the Holy spirit and, um, just me using that also as sort of an excuse of like, I actually just want to be home with my baby. So I'm like, yeah, no, no, he can't start yet. Cause he hasn't been up to date with his shots. So I have to like keep him home. But honestly, something when he was born, something in me completely shifted. And I remember telling my coach, I was crying on the phone. It was our last session. And I was like, I have this one month old baby here and I just don't want to work anymore. Like I just want to be home with them. And yeah, like even if I can find a way for it to make sense where um, daycare is covered and business expenses are covered and stuff and I'm still making a little bit of money, like, I don't know. I just don't want to do it anymore. I don't think I want to do it. And I'm not sure why. And that's always been my thing is like, I'm not sure why. Um, And I think so many of you guys can probably relate to that where you have this gut feeling and it just... Maybe things around you don't make sense. Um, 
the reason why, like everything on paper may look like it makes sense, but then something inside you is like, no, this just doesn't make sense. Like, yes, it all makes sense on paper, but it doesn't make sense to continue. So I have, again, just been learning to trust my gut and to listen to God and to listen to these nudges that are on my heart and not force. And, um, you know, again, little did we know that Charlie's circumstances would get harder and harder and harder where she honestly can't, like, she can't even be at a daycare right now because of how hard it is still for her. Um, they cannot manage her, um, scratching and everything. Um, and just, you know, the, there's certain vitamins and minerals we have to keep her on all day long, like several times a day. And like, they can't administer that stuff to her at school. Um, so God placed this on my heart, thankfully, before I even needed to make that hard decision of closing down my business. And, you know, somebody that I really admire recently asked, she was like, so like, I'm just curious, like, but why did you decide to close it? And, um, here's my thing. Again, I could continue to do my business. I had it down to a science where, you know, maybe it took me about five hours a week and that's it. Um, but I've constantly felt, and I know that you women listening, you know, that, you know, the feeling of having something on the back of your mind, right? Um, when you have that mental pull, when you're pulled in two directions and maybe that one thing is not taking a lot of energy, right? Like it's not hard. My business was never hard. It was always easy. Um, and it, I love it. That's the thing. I love coaching. It's effortless for me. It, again, it feels very easy. However, I had that mental pull every single day of, I need to make sure that I check in um, with clients. I need to make sure that I stay visible so that I can continue to market my business. They need to make sure that I do this, this and that. And with the amount of already um, pressures that are on me, again, it wasn't something that was hard, but I do, I feel very fortunate that we've been able to come to this place where um, I don't, but with them being home and us not paying for the exorbitant amount of daycare um, and all of that, and like it has saved us a lot of money. And working in my business, even just a little bit, it just felt like, all right, you know what? If we can cut back our spending in certain areas, we actually break even, right? Um by the time all of these other things are not, we don't have to pay for all of these other things. Um, and we can cut back spending in other areas. We actually are pretty much breaking even like maybe it's a few hundred dollars a month difference. Um, and we're very fortunate that, you know, for some people, a few hundred dollars a month is everything, right? Um, that is their groceries. That is every little, you know, that is going to every bill. Um, but my husband does work. We have other businesses. Um, so I'm very fortunate that those few hundred dollars a month, um, are not really necessary for us. So it's like, okay, I could work, but do I have to? No, I actually don't. Um, 
Do I need to? No. Do I want to? No, I actually don't want to right now. I really want to focus on getting my daughter well. I want to focus on her getting better. And I want to be as present as possible because we know when we are pulled in many directions, our patience runs thin. And with what we're dealing with right now, um, it is very easy for my patients to run thin. Um, it is so mentally physically, physically exhausting. Um, when, yeah. And I'm, I don't want to <laughs> create a pity party right now or anything, but it's, it's a lot. And all I can equate it to, and it's, of course, it's not anywhere near what many parents who do go through this are going through. But, um, all I can think of is, since we've been going through this with Charlie, because there's a lot of like sensory things that bother her because her skin is in constant pain. I think of parents who have children with autism and the constant, um, like the yelling and the hitting and the kicking and punching and just the constant, um, needing to be present. Um, and I just feel like for them, how difficult that must be with, you know, all of the different, it's, it's a physical, it's a, it's an illness that is physical, um, which is exhausting. And it's on the, it's like physical on the outside where it takes up a lot of mental and physical energy, right? Because it's like a behavioral type of disorder. And that's sort of, um, again, you wouldn't think with eczema, it's, you're like, oh, it's just, you know, something, like on the surface, but it is very physically and mentally draining, um, between all of the different food intolerances and things that we have to, um, you know, watch out for and any little thing can trigger a flare up. Um, so it's like constant high alert all the time. Um, so anyways, this chapter of betting on yourself, I'm just going to like read you a little piece here. Betting on yourself. So having faith as you navigate the messy middle in the desert seasons. This is my favorite part of the chapter. Betting on yourself requires you to have faith in the messy middle, the place right between what we hope for and what we now see. And I quoted Hebrews 11.1. 1. The messy middle can be extremely painful as you've witnessed what you've hoped and prayed for slip out of your hands, often with zero warning or contacts in the messy middle. Life becomes one long, never-ending swirl of a day in which you convince yourself that pausing is not an option or you will risk losing steam, momentum of what you work so hard for. Um, this is a place many of us grow frustrated with God and we begin to doubt. But God is using this messy middle to prepare you for your assignment. Clarity, breakthrough, and vision can only surface once things have settled. And you can only reason once you are out of the so-called swirl of life. And then you will see how each season has preparation for the next. I can't tell you how many messy, messy middles I've been in, but after the abundance I've seen afterward, I would never take any of them away. Have you ever, have you been in the messy middle recently or need you relate or can you relate to the season today? Um, so it's that season of like, you just feel like it's all a mess, right? And you don't come, you don't yet have what you hope for, but you know there's movement, and that's what we're going through right now. And um, 
this whole theme of betting on yourself. Again, to other people, the decisions that you're making in your life just may not make sense. And it's you having a faith in God so strong um, that you don't care what other people say. You don't care what other people think. Um, And we've gone through that with Charlie's treatments and the way that we're healing her naturally um, and holistically. And to other people, it's like, but you could just give her medicine and she'd be better in an instant. But no, no, we are betting on ourselves. We know, and without a shadow of a doubt, that us doing things differently, we are going to get a different result for her and she's going to get better. And it's so important that when other people doubt your decisions in life, that you create an unshakable faith and an unshakable, uh, and planting your, your feet into solid ground where you are not moving no matter what. And, um, you are just not worrying about what other people think and how, whether they're judging you or whatever, because it doesn't matter. You, they are worrying about their own lives, right? Like, yes, they may judge for a moment, but they have their own stuff to worry about. Um, and they're not living your life for you. So, please get the book, go read this chapter. Um, Again, I'm not giving you guys a ton of the chapters because I really just want you to read it. Also, the book is on Audible. Um, I still have to go listen to it myself. I'm going to be honest. I have not listened to it yet. Um, It's on my list of things to do and I can't wait to hear it narrated. Um, But part of me is like, a little, it's a little bittersweet because I didn't get to narrate it because of what's been going on in our world. Um, and I'm a little bit afraid. I'm just, I'm just being honest. I'm a little bit afraid to listen to it and just be a little bummed again that I still was not allowed to narrate my own book. Um, so yeah, so that is honestly why I have not listened to it yet. I will eventually, I think I'm just still a little bit a little bittersweet about it. So that's what I've got for you guys today. I hope that you have a great week. I hope um, that you feel encouraged and you know that. Remember, I can't remember what the scripture verse is, but you do not understand what I am doing right now, but someday you will. Again, I can't remember what scripture that was, but just keep that scripture in mind. Google it. Um, if you know what, we'll pop it in the show notes because we'll find it. Um, but Google it if you have not looked at the show notes and hold on tightly to that verse because um, we don't always understand why God put something on our hearts um, in the moment, but later on we see it. And that's exactly what this chapter is about. So love you, friends. Please share these episodes with people, um, friends, family, clients. And yeah, thank you for staying along on this path, this journey. Honestly, the podcast has been growing a lot. We've had like double the downloads recently. And I don't know if it's because it's just been more real and just on my heart and raw and I'm not scripting anything and not like I was scripting anything before. I mean, I have notes, but um, yeah, I'm just really impressed. And I'm so, so, so grateful because I want this podcast to reach even more people. Um, so please just keep sharing it. It means the world to me. Love you guys. 
Hey friends, make sure you subscribe so you can receive the latest episode automatically downloaded wherever you are listening to this show. We also read every single review. So make sure you let us know what you thought about today's episode by leaving a review. Love ya.